Welcome to the Foyne Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Okay, so welcome to episode 11 of the Foyne Jones Show. This is our survival series. Going to start with a question. What do you get if you get three Fulham supporters, two of them working from home, and one of them socially distancing in a very empty office in the same virtual room for a conversation? What do you get, Callum? That's episode 11 of the Foyne Jones Show, Peter. Episode 11 of the Foyne Jones Show. He's doing so well, Julian Church. We had at home with the Robsons. This is at home with half of the churches, or the Mao churches. Julian Church, Callum Church, welcome to the podcast. How are you, gentlemen? We're good. We're good, I think. Yeah, I think so. We're not you, you, yeah, look, right. you look at each other a bit reassuringly there. Julian, from a business perspective, the, the world changed overnight, didn't it, mate? Yeah, I've had uh, 19 years of business um, suddenly stopped in two weeks. We're, uh, we're still going on. We've still got bits uh, we're going through, but it's a different world at the moment. Yeah. Getting used to that new normal. Yeah, the new normal. And for you, Callum, it's, uh, it's been a lot more homeworking. It's been a lot more yeah. social distancing. There's been a lot more podcast recording to be done, mate, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying it in a way because we've got a lot more content going out. So yeah. Yeah. There's, 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 not that, there's not that day-to-day recruitment pressure, which I thrive on, which makes us money. <laughs> That's the big challenge. But listen, I started the show by saying we've got three Fulham supporters in this podcast. Of course we have. Julian Church and Callum Church share my passion for the for the spiritual home of football, Craven Cottage, and the boys in black and white. Let's put this out there to start the podcast, get a bit of football into it. Are we going to get promoted? Will we finish third? What's going to happen with the football? Over to you. I think we're going back to old-fashioned traditional values. We're coming third. We are third. We're clearing third. We're definitely promoted. It's Premier League next year. <laughs> and, and no one else has got a say in that. So, Forest, Brentford, anyone in and around the playoff faces, it doesn't matter to you. The three. We're, 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 we're there. Yeah. I remember the year we got picked by Leicester. We came fourth. They came third. They went up. Let's yeah. do it. You know. Yeah. That, that was a derby situation as well that year, wasn't it? Yeah. But but it's but what do we we got relegated the year after didn't we mate? Chelsea stayed up in the last day. We missed out on promotion on the last day. We got relegated the next season and took fucking a, a generation to get back up. I've been promoted again. Glory days, glory days. days. Listen, I go back to them them right now. I go back to an empty Craven Cottage and some live football. But, but <laughs> do you actually think? Let's go Premier League downwards. Do you actually think the Premier League is going to finish? Will there be a Champions League final? Will it be behind closed doors? Where's this going to go? I think with your football, uh, there's too much commercialism set up in the football. And I think TV will dictate that that it's either going to finish or they're going to try and bankrupt half of them because they're going to ask for their money back. It doesn't matter what your season ticket holders or anything else say. And whether it's an empty ground or not, I think there will be a conclusion to the football, whether it's an empty ground or not, because of the TV. Yeah. So won't that spin down then to the championship and we'll have to play it out and maybe not come third, maybe come second or first or eighth, being Fulham, you know? Uh, I think the Football League is something different. It's a different TV deal. It's not anywhere near as big a money when you when you come to it. And with that, they might just say we've paid the proportion of it. Let's put Leeds up. Let's put West Brom up. 
Let's put Fulham up. See, I, I love that. It's the, it's the glass is half full, but that's the voice of maturity. I'm sitting in the middle. Callum, the voice of the younger generation. What do you think is going to happen with a football season, mate? Um, well, I agree, really. There's far too much money in it for it to not go ahead in a way. Um, especially, well, especially with the Premier League. It's, it's difficult to tell what will happen with the likes of the Championship and the lower leagues. Um, I think as you get lower and you get into like the National League and semi-pro clubs, I mean, clubs are going to disappear. There's no way we're going to, like, like, like sport, professional sport is going to change. But, you know, you talk about playing behind closed doors. When will it be safe for 22 players, plus subs, mm. plus the matchroom staff, plus everyone to arrive and travel to a certain point, play a game, be in contact with each other, blood, sweat, tears, emotion, hugs, kisses, celebrations. You know, I mean, it took the VAR debate and just parked that to the left, mate. No one really cares about that now, do they? If you look at it, how many games have you actually got left in the Premier League? How long would it actually take to play that? Can they keep those players isolated away in a hotel on their own? They're pre-tested beforehand. They show no signs. They sit in a hotel and they, and effectively for two, three weeks, or however long it takes to play those 10 games that are left, they are isolated. It's, it's really, it's you know, the more you look at it, the more you don't understand what's going to happen. Then the more it just doesn't really matter as well. That's the that's the other side. All my life, since I was two, three, four years old, I've gone to Fulham. And that's always been like the big thing for me, whether in the fourth division, the third, the second, the first, the prem, them European days, Julian, do you remember them? Do you know what I mean? The, you know, oh, the yeah, European days of that. And, and, back, and back at and back at Wembley, man. You know, Wembley on the plus. But that is that was my life. That was that meant so much. Right now, I could give a fuck. You know, I really could. If we play again, great. If we don't, great. I used to. It used, to, and it's just amazing how how the world's changed. And it's not just football because not everyone listening to the podcast, Callum, as you know, is a football fan. We've got F one fans, horse racing fans, cricket golfers. They all come on and share their stories, but. Where'd you go? No Wimbledon, no Ascot, no Marathon, as me and young Callum know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a changing day. It's a changing world by the hour, not by the day. And we're fighting this invisible enemy. So let's move away from Fulham and our passions. And we're, we're agreed to disagree that we're going to come third, eight, four, first. And we're going to be in the Premier League or the Championship. But we just want, you know, something to be... For me, I just want something decided. If it's yeah. what no one wants and the season's null and void... Just make it null and void. If it's it's going to be behind closed doors, maybe in August, September, or October, or before, great. That's what it's going to be. But unless we know, we're really just you just you're just clucking at everything, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? And, and well, what I quite like it is if we start tack on another season on the back end. So it may, might mean that we're not finishing these games until August, September. But tap them on the end and say, right, we're going to go another whole season where you are, but. West Brom, you start in first place with this amount of points. Leeds, you're in second place with this amount of points. And you've got a, a four-point gap, you know, Fulham, you've got a four-point gap on fourth place at the moment. Start from there, play the remainder of the games we've got left at the moment and a full season. Alexander Mitrovic is fit and well. Do you know what I mean? We've sorted out yeah. the problems and we're really good to go. I, I was talking to a Tottenham fan in the last podcast, Ben, and he was going, yeah, by then, Harry Kane's going to be fit. We'll have all our team, we'll have our team all up to speed and we'll be, we'll be absolutely rocking and rolling. So it is, it is a challenge to understand where that's going to be. But it's not just about football. We've got to talk about the impact this has had to our working lives and our professional lives. 
Julia Church, Julia Research Associates, Project Management, Construction Consultancy. Just share with the listeners, mate, how this has affected you and your business, mate. Okay, yeah. I work, obviously, in the construction sector. A lot of my work is in the hospitality side of things, 67% of our work. Now, the construction sector has declined at its fastest rate since, well, 2008, 2010, the financial crisis there, and it's a sharp drop. I think with that, I've seen lots of people that I work with have had to furlough all their staff. We've probably uh, taken a little bit more time in actually doing that. We have furloughed uh, most of the staff now, um, but we're by no means the only ones that have actually done that. With what we've got coming through, we've had jobs where we felt they were quite secure. They were for blue chip companies or people with money and everything else. I'm talking people like Lloyd's Registrars and that. They've stopped doing their work. They've put their stuff on postponement. So all of a sudden, we've got a sudden just total drop off in cash flow revenues. And with that, we've... um, you know, we've had to reorganise. We've had to do what probably most of your listeners are doing. We're talking to the banks about loans. We're looking for grants where we can. We're having to reorganise. We're preparing cash flows. We're trying to assess when something's going to come through. And it's crystal ball glazing. I can't tell you what I'm going to be doing next week, let alone in July, August, September this year at the moment. But I can I can base it on what I've had historically and, and have a look at that. And I think... What we've got to do at the moment is use our time well and wisely that we emerge stronger out of this. And, and, and the world is changing in, in, in where we are. In, in, instead of being like a supply and demand sort of situation in the market, I think we're going to end up with a demand and then supply. And we've got to start asking our customers, what do you want of us? What do you need from me? How can I help you? And I, I'm beginning to see a lot of that out there. I'm seeing a lot of things. Nothing's free, but a lot of things being gifted. And that's beginning to come through in the advice and everything else that we've got. I mean, I'm, I'm giving a lot of my time. and I don't mind sharing this because it's it's absolutely true and I'm transparent. But I'm, I'm giving a lot of my personal time, and I've got quite a lot of it spare at the moment, up to give people advice, help them when they're, you know, just talk to them when they're facing redundancy or being made redundant and, you know, share with them some of the things I've learned on my journey. But I'm doing it for gratis, mate. You know, there's, there's no revenue stream for me there. There's no income now. But your, you know, my, my intention coming into it when it first started hitting was to, was to survive and be the, per, be the company and person that people remember and will come back to as and when we will start turning again. But, I think I people definitely remember you, Peter. And at the same time, right. you are very, very good in your market. So I, I, I'm now good. looking at what I can do to monetize some of that. You know, can I do career coaching, which is monetized? Can I do webinars with people that companies are saying, look, we've got to let 10 people go, but we'll give you £50 a head or £25 a head to spend some time talking to them, using my skills and expertise to, to, to come into something like that. Because if I don't reinvent how our offer is, I mean, we've ripped up our pricing structure and the way it works and come up with something which is much more time scale led you know pay a very small start at the, a very small amount at the start give us something monthly all through to the end of probation so you're happy and that hesitancy of you know will they stick will it work out it's gone and we're supporting you through it that's a game changer for a group of companies to think like that because historically you've always been we want it at the front and we we might give it back is kind of the we've, we've been different to that but it's that's the generic approach. Now, what I'm doing isn't being embraced by others, but 
but I've had the, the, the soul ripped out of the business from the from the inside. And I spoke to someone, you know, I spoke to Jamie earlier, and he was saying, you know, it feels like he's gone back 14 years to the start in about a week. Yeah. You know, through, through no fault of his own. I've gone back 16, 17 years. I'm working in the same office I was then on my own, working through 16, 17 years ago's time. I can still see myself sitting there now. You know, and I'm I'm back there working there. But yeah, you know, some of the stuff that you've done with your, your your videoing and that sort of thing on your video conferences and interviews is the biggest push that we've seen in that. People are saying, you know, we've gone forward five years in working offline. Yeah, in, that's great. That's great for me. Everyone's caught up. <laughs> Callum, what? So 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 you know, you have to deal with me on a not a daily basis now, but quite a few times a week. You have to deal with me. Oh, Harry, come say hello, mate. Harry's walked in. I've got a. Uh, I've got the, the churches on, mate. So, so we've now got Jones and Son and Church and Son in the same podcast, mate. We'll get you back in for a bit of Fulham banter at the end, Harry. You can add your, you can add his piece to it, Callum. But, uh, but uh, with that, so Callum, you're having to deal with my mood swings, my highs and lows, and you've got yeah, Mr. Happiness himself. You've got Mr. Happiness, Julian Church's highs and lows as well, plus your mum and your sister. Are you just hiding up in your room with the dogs, mate, or what? You oh, absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're, they're both in my mum's office at the minute, and I've uh, I've been uh, taking all my snacks up to my room, just sort of uh, <laughs> ca caving in there for the minute. I haven't really moved that much since lockdown, to be honest. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, as you know, I get out with this little fella. Did you see the footage I put out of him earlier in the uh, in in the soft with the roof down? That was uh, I, I I had to I had to put a little note on the bottom, Callum, that you know no puppies were hurt in this photo, and we didn't. Want to it was a staged journey. So I thought like the LinkedIn police and the trolls would be all over me, mate. But we are looking for a sense of humour. And are you finding it hard to stay positive and happy, Mr. Happiness? Well, you, you know my general sense of happiness. I'm always on yeah, the right, mate. It's all encompassing, Julian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always on the bright side. So it, it, it can be difficult. There's, there's been one or two good uh, working from home guides uh have been issued and that sort of thing and just getting that focus and keeping that mental well-being is all good you know and uh i'm all right i'm all right yeah. callum what i want to talk about mate is that you know you've been with Foy jones for over a year now you joined us on a happy day in february 2019 when when you were beginning your, your journey on your apprenticeship and if someone has said to you you know in in april 2020 you've been coming to the end of your apprenticeship module You've done all this brilliant work. You've been up and down the country meeting people, entertaining clients, going on football trips, recording podcasts, client visits. You've been doing all this stuff, being an integral part of our team and developing your own brand, Callum, and your own identity. If anyone has said you'd get to the end of it, you'd be in lockdown, you're in, you wouldn't see any of your mates, you couldn't go out on the weekends, all your festivals, which you love, which you love so much, are cancelled. Mm -hmm. You can't watch your football team and you've got to stay out with your mum and dad every day. <laughs> believe that mate absolutely not i'm i'm uh i'm crushed to be honest with you peter um it's been, it's been an amazing year what's, what's been the worst mate the football the festivals spending time with your mum and dad what, what's been the worst um i'd say it's probably a mixture of uh, it, it's it's the summer really i was looking forward yeah. to the festivals well, you were going traveling as well we hadn't put that in have we that, that that's 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 in the bin now really yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna happen um but yeah, I was, I was really looking forward to the festivals. I was really looking forward to the Euros, actually, just getting in a beer garden with my mates and that sort yeah. of stuff. It's not going to happen now. We're going to have to wait another year for that to come back round. So um, 
it's a shame, but it's been a, it's, it's been a brilliant year at Point Jones. I, I look back um back 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 to the start back in uh, back in February when it was when it was my year anniversary at Point Jones, and it was crazy to think that I was a lifeguard a year ago because since then I've I've done some amazing things with the podcast. You know, I've been out at ex- exhibitions and that sort of thing up and down the country with you. Went up to Middlesbrough with um, Ian and Alan. Um, we've there's loads going on, really. So it's- I, mean, I think I think there is. I mean, we were talking about it with your with your assessor earlier, mm. and uh, that's surreal, isn't it? You're doing you know, she used to come to the office. We're doing it all. We're doing it all through the through the, through the web. But yeah. um, we're okay with that. We're good with that. We know how the technology works, so that doesn't that doesn't frighten us that much. But I think that. When we started detailing everything you've actually done as an employee, yeah, there's been some spectacular highs, there's been some horrible lows, there's been the real world because you go from being a student and being a being a young person who's not exposed to some of that to the fact that people tell lies, they don't do what they say they're going to do. We're under pressure to make money. We're we're in this commercial environment, and you do have to grow up quick. But for it to end, mate. And, and we'll share this with the listeners because there'll be other apprentices, I think, listening. Yeah. You've got to do a four-hour work observation, not at work, for a video chat. I mean, I, I was on the I was on the call call with them for about an hour, Julian, and I still don't understand how they're going to do it. So I've just said, okay, I'll help. How are you going to do that, Callum? I don't know. It's going to be a very intense and um, nerve-wracking four hours. Somehow I've got to cram a whole, uh, well, over a year's worth of work into four hours explaining all my skills and all my development um, and somehow show them how I edit stuff, how I um, produce the podcast, produce the videos, manage the online channels. It, it's going to be it's tough. Four-hour examination said, isn't going to be easy. Where Rizal said you've got to show them how you, like, what, what, what equipment you use. And he said, what? So I've got to like, pick the camera up and just show them the camera. <laughs> and, like, it, was, it was almost surreal. So I said, well, you know, how much influence can I have? Can we talk to him? Because Callum's under a little bit of pressure because with his growing fan club and his connections and his celebrity-like status on, on LinkedIn, Julian, he, he cannot end this course without a distinction. How, how can he go out in public or virtual public again? So you're under a bit of pressure. But I ended the call by saying, one thing you have got between now and your assessment, Callum, is a, is a tinsy-winsy bit of time to get it right and be prepared, mate. So... Uh, we wish you every success, and there is everyone listening to this. All my connections are going to wish you that as well, because mm. you're actually more popular than me when we go to meet people. They blank me, Julian, and go straight to your son. <laughs> Could say it's a wise choice, mate, couldn't you? Could say it's a wise choice. But, Julian, from, from a business as unusual, or business is not normal perspective, when do you believe, you know, the construction sector, the hospitality sectors, the retail sectors, there you go, bang, 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 jab, 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 those three sectors you service are going to be allowed to come back to life, be allowed to resume work? I don't know. It's, it's difficult because the government isn't going to fund us forever. I think a lot of people have thought at the moment, that's okay, we take the, the foot off the brake, you know, we'd be furlough everyone. They're going to fund them until that point and everything's rosy. When, you, when you've looked at recessions before and you go back the last two or three recessions that we've had, you've had a, a good drop off and then you've had steady growth that follows it for a number of years, whether that's a period for three years or 10 years or whatever else that goes with it. And I think what we're looking at is, is the sort of back end of this year, you'll start seeing growth and some of the catch up and, and everything that comes with it. There is opportunities. Unfortunately, there's some casualties at the moment as well. Yeah. And it, it's it's real sad to see, you know, in, certainly in hospitality, some of the good clients that I've served over the years have been dropping. 
Um, it's tough, mate, isn't it? Like, I, I've been speaking to some of my... I mean, I, I, it's hit me hard as a business. It's hit me hard as a family. But parking my own situation to one side, which I can do sometimes, and other times it doesn't let me, but parking to one side. Some of the quality individuals, some of them I've known since I was 18, others I've known in the last few years that are, that have lost their job or their job's at risk, and they have... They haven't been furloughed. They're out of work. They've got no income. It's fucking soul-destroying, man, because you're going like... My, 2009, for me, was the worst working, trading, commercial year yeah. I've ever experienced. And I've, I've said this so many times. I've still got financial scars, emotional scars, and personal scars from that, where, you know, I made bad decisions for the right reasons and wrong decisions for the wrong reasons and borrowed money, burnt money... You know, and st still, and it took me a long time to repair my credit history, keep my business going, and just get back into a place where, do you know what? I've got a nice, small, medium-sized business. We we work with great companies. We're we're very self-sufficient. We don't have to get into aggressive price words, more price wars. Like you, like Jamie, who's gone back forties. I feel I've gone back to like 2004, but. I'm starting again, I guess, with a 17-year reputation. And you've, 17 got, you've got a brand. You've got something to do so, so I think I'll be – I think Floyd Jones and myself will survive. So that's good for you, Callum, because that, that keeps that brand celebrity going and we, we'll be okay. Yes. But we've got to pull together and get Callum through his apprenticeship. We've got to make sure, like what you did to me a week or so ago when you noticed I was a bit down, you picked the phone up, Julian, and just said, look, cut the shit, are you Okay. You know, because we need that from each other. And if business owners can support each other and we can use this kind of vehicle, you know, the podcast to, to put messages out there, what what three bits of advice would the churches give to the listeners at the moment? And we'll we'll put two of them uh, from you, Julian, and one from you, Callum. Mm -hmm. totally. You got first, Callum. I suppose it's not always so easy. Um, it's a tough situation, but... Bit, I'm, I'm a massive optimist. I always try to look for the benefits and everything. Um, I've tried to knock that out of him, Julian. I, I wanted him to be more like you, but he's just got that from Stacey. He's just positive and upbeat all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just important to look at the, um, the, the, the benefits of a tough situation that we're in. Um, in. In previous podcasts, we've spoke about sort of taking this time to manage your business, sort out your business, sort of really rip it up from the inside and... Um, Let's sort of uh, figure out where, where we can be placing things to come out of this at a, at a better point because it will end. We, we, we've all been saying it. We, it. It will end and we will um, see better times. So you've got, to, you've got to look for the positives. You've got to look at the, the, the luxury of time, like we said in the uh, At Home with Robson's podcast. Well, we didn't say it. Hayley said it. Oh, yeah, so, there you yeah. go. <laughs> we've, all, we've all jumped onto it, though. We've all nicked it for So for you, Callum, like, it's to summarise that, mate. You're, 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 you want people to use this newfound luxury of time as positively as they can to, to I guess, reassess everything they're doing. I mean, that's wise words for a young man, Julian. Have you, you scripted that, or is that from the heart? It's on my list. He's claiming that, mate. He's claiming that. So, so over to Mr Happiness then, mate. What, what, what would you share? I, I think in some of what Callum's just said, you know, he, well, most of what Callum just said was very, very true. But, you know, there's two or three stages to this and there's going to be two or three phases of actually coming out of this as we go through. People are in shock at the moment. 
go out and talk to them. Go out and find what they really need. They ain't going to be able to tell you exactly what they need at this moment, but just make sure that you're you're there. And even if they come to you and say, I don't know why I need you, but I know that I need yeah. you, it's a good start, yeah. you know? Yeah. Go and use that and use that. And that's probably going to take two or three months. It's going to take two or three months of actually getting through that, you know? And then... Use your time to do your cash flows, remodel your, your business, as Callum said, and that sort of thing running through. Then I think we've got to actually go and really engage, really engage with our, with our people, actually understand their needs. Let's go and find out really what they're all about and how we can help them in the longer term. And with that, your business will build. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Very good stuff. So you can answer the last one together. So for first bit of advice from Callum was use the time. Second bit of advice from Mr. Happiness was find out what people need and use it to, to their advantage, your advantage. What's the secret of keeping the family sane, balanced, together and normal when you've got all four of you under the same church's house just by the sea there in Worthing? What's the secret of keeping you sane? He's having about six or eight rooms, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Six or eight rooms of keeping apart, keeping Callum out there, the women out there, and Julian to just float and be and be his Mister and be his happy self from room to room. Absolutely superb, absolutely superb. Callum, Julian, it's been brilliant to get you on the show. And uh, before we finish the podcast, I'm going to invite Harry Jones to join us. Uh, Harry George Jones, who timed the I think I, I would say timed it, timed it the worst possible time to come back from Barcelona. But uh, actually, as much as I he does my nutting, I'd rather him uh, be with us at the moment. Harry, yeah. we started the podcast, mate, by um, by asking um, Julian and Callum and myself, sort of talking about what's going to happen with a football season. Is Fulham get promoted? Are we ever going to play again? Yeah. What is, yeah, you're a stato, you know your sport, you know your football, you've always got an opinion on everything. What do you think Fulham are we going to do, mate? Um, well, ideally, like any football support, I'd want football to be back to how it was as soon as possible. Um, I don't see that being the case, but Rick, today, one thing I want to say is Scott Parker's decided to take a wage deferral. Um, so that's what that's good news on that front. But um I think the fairest thing to do would just be to call it off. Um, you think avoid? As much as I want to get promoted, and I think it it, it it could happen, I just don't think it's fair. Or if, if you can't play the rest... I, I see it this way. I'm a big horse racing fan. If you've got a horse, it can be 20 lengths clear at the final hurdle, but it still needs to jump the final hurdle. So... Um, so would you would you take which we spoke about this Julian was up for this would you take like games behind closed doors if players are isolated they're all healthy yeah if, if they were all healthy and there was no risk and they could play them behind closed doors then yeah um, ideally I think football in a sta empty stadium is awful we've all watched behind closed doors games whether that's in Italy or Germany or <laughs> Julian when we were growing up Fulham was almost behind closed doors every week <laughs> there was like 3,000 in Cambridge Cottage wasn't there you know I mean? oh, we're going to America when they only had 26 away fans. We played we we Wicked once in, uh, in like the auto windscreens or Leyland Daff or something <laughs> like that. And there were 717 people at Craven Cottage, mate. Oh, but you, I'd take that now. So, but another one we were talking about, mate. What about this? What about if you somehow we could go again in September, but you like you like put a handicap in? So Leeds are top and West Brom are second and Fulham start third. Do you I think, think that could be fair. I think you could probably maybe start the league again on the amount of points that it ended on. So 
instead of so however many points Fulham are on now, you start start the league there as for, opposed to being on for, zero. For, for me, I think. And uh, thank you, Harry. There you go. We've also learned about Scott Parker's wage deferral. So yeah, but you know, is is, is Stacey all right? Is your sister all right, Callum? The family family coping okay? I mean, I see I see your mum on social media. It, it all seems positive, but you know, there must be some tough times as well because there is in our household without a doubt. Yeah, I think so. There's always going to be a bit of bickering when we're all in the same house, kept inside all day. But um, we, you know, I think we're I think we're doing all right, really. Um, and yeah, we're just sort of just sort of getting through it where we can. Well, listen, Julian Church, Callum Church, Harry George Jones, who joined in. Uh, thank you so much for coming on today. Last thing I want to say, Callum, is Snoop Dogg is missing you, mate. He looks over at your desk. He was sitting in the wheelie bag looking up and there was no Callum Church here, mate. So uh, hopefully we can be together again soon, whether that's at Fulham, whether that's on a jog, whether that's just for a beer in a beer garden. How good does that sound, mate? Do you know what I mean? So it's just something like that. <laughs> be safe, keep healthy, stay positive. We're Foy Jones. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Cheers, Peter. Thank you. So that's the end of the show. We're Foyne Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.